Hi, friends. Welcome or welcome back to the Swoon Diaries podcast. I'm your host, Naz, and today I will be reviewing Perfect Marriage Revenge with my friend Liliana, host of the Tea and Soju podcast. Hi, Liliana. Hi, Naz. It's so good to be here. I'm really excited to talk about this drama, but to just talk Korean dramas in general. Oh, yes. I am so happy you're here. And it's your first time here. It so is. So I'm super excited. <laughs> it is. You've you've been on Tea and Soju before, so I, yes. I, I'm reciprocating the favor. <laughs> <laughs> and just to give you guys a little bit of backstory, um, yeah, I was watching Perfect Marriage Revenge, as you all know. So was Liliana. And she was just like, I'm totally inviting myself, but if you ever want to do a review for Perfect Marriage Revenge, like, I'm down. And I was like, oh, my gosh, I thank you. And at the time, I didn't know that um, the show was only going to be 12 episodes. I thought it was going to be 16. So I thought it was going to end next year. And um, I was like, oh, like, we, you can come on, like, in a few weeks. And we yeah, can record yeah, yeah, yeah. it like, before the end of the year. So I'm super, super excited we got to make this happen. Mm. Um. So, Liliana, would you mind sharing a little bit about yourself and, like, how you got into dramas and, like, about your podcast? I also want you to share your drama account because, y'all, it's amazing. <laughs> but, yeah. I feel like I feel like people are going to think I do nothing else but watch dramas at this point. <laughs> so, um, basically, uh, I started dramas officially in 2018. But mm-hmm. uh, before dramas, I watched a lot of anime because my uh, boyfriend introduced me to it at the time. Mm-hmm. He is very big into anime. And, you know, he's a gamer, very into anime and that sort of stuff. And when we sort of first were meeting each other, you know, you learn each other's interests and that sort of thing. And he brought up anime. And I was mm-hmm. just watching a bunch of his uh, recommendations at the time. And then fast forward a good few years and I was on Netflix and it was uh, December 2018. So it's literally just coming up to like my five-year anniversary. And I I know, (laughs) and I know that because I get a week off for Christmas from work. So it's like the week that I do nothing because Christmas is over. You're gearing up for New Year's and, you know, everybody's kind of at work. So I get that week to just either be just home and chill. And it's the, like, I live in the UK. I'm originally mm-hmm. from Portugal, but I live, I was born in Portugal, but moved to the UK. And mm-hmm. it rains a lot here. Like it's rainy, it's cold. I, you don't, I don't want to be outside. I'm very much, <laughs> I feel like I must have been like a polar bear in the previous life or something because <laughs> I hate the winter. I just, I wish I could hibernate for the whole thing. Uh, <laughs> but we have to adult and we have to pay bills. So <laughs> right. That, otherwise, uh but anyways i was on netflix and because i'd been watching a bunch of anime they sort of uh you know did this suggestion and it's a chinese drama called ashes of love and it's a fantasy mm-hmm. it's like we we equate it to like a high fantasy drama um yeah. but it's a xiangxia and it's very much you know chinese mythology based so i clicked play and everything looked so pretty like i had never seen anything like it before and as like i love fantasy books i grew up reading fantasy books i would you know stay up all night at the weekends just reading reading um so to see it was like I was seeing the books 
on my screen if that makes so sense cool. yeah like, I loved it absolutely loved it and then like watched another drama that Netflix recommended and that led me to then my third drama which was Strong Girl uh, Dubong Soon and I was like mm. I I love this and then that led me to Korean dramas and then you know I delved into Japanese dramas and all sorts of other dramas but yeah, that's like how I officially started uh, watching dramas. And then I was on Twitter because I had like an account. And you know, when you first get into Asian dramas, you just want to talk about them. But you yes. don't really, it's hard to find people in real life exactly. that, you know, that you can talk to. So I was like, mm-hmm. it's fine. I'm going to go like on Twitter or something. And I started meeting a lot of friends. Uh, but with Twitter also comes a lot of... Um, you know bad things in a sense it's not like the safest of communities a lot of the time so I was like well my partner again he said you know why don't you open up a discord server and then you can just you know chat on there invite people you know if people aren't being nice or anything kick them out (laughs) do it that way so I did I started like a little discord server and then you fast forward I think a year or two and people were saying I was saying oh my gosh everybody's talking about Korean dramas there's so many podcasts for Korean dramas but there's nothing out there that's like dedicated to Chinese dramas so Mm -hmm. a lot of the people in that discord server would say you watch a lot of Chinese dramas, like just start one yourself. And I like kept mulling on the idea. And I was like, well, I might as well give it a shot. I know there's at least, you know, a couple of people in this Discord server that listen to it. And then like, that's like how Tea and Soju was born. It was like from that Discord. And actually the my logo and my name like for for the podcast everything came like from those people and like they we wow. both kind of like gathered together and everybody was chucking suggestions at me and everything and it was kind of like a group effort in that sense yeah. um I had a bunch of encouragement from them so like if you like tea and soju, like be thankful to those people. Yeah. They were like, you know, the OG cheerleaders for tea and soju to become like a reality. And then it just kind of like grew from there. And then you sort of come into this community of sorts. Uh, when you have a podcast or a blog or whatever it may be, like you're a content creator, I feel mm-hmm. like you come into this group of people that, you know, are also content creators. And it's yeah. been the most amazing experience for me um so yeah that's basically how tea and soju was born i do like i said mainly chat chinese dramas on there but i do also get to chat about korean dramas and other dramas because i always do my currently watching every month and that all includes every drama that i'm watching so more often than not um it also includes you know korean dramas and whatnot but yeah you want to know my count (laughs) yes yes right let me check because i haven't checked in a little bit so i'm gonna bring up my drama list uh god i feel like i'm gonna be called out on this no so i think it's impressive as of right now and it's not quite five years yet it'll be about five years in about three weeks time I am up to 864 dramas. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> and that's just dramas. That's not like, you know, movies or anything. That is literally just dramas. Don't ask me how. I don't know. <laughs> I don't oh, know. my goodness. I, like I said, it gets very cold in the UK. Like, 
in the winter unless I have to. I don't leave my house. Oh my goodness. Oh uh, man. I just I I just yeah, because I, I always talk about how I struggle with like binging and that's why I, I usually watch ongoing dramas only because I can't like I watch things really slow um so like the fact that you've watched 800 dramas in like five years is like how like- I don't know I don't know I don't know well come back next year because I think by next year I'll hit a thousand <laughs> I was about to say, you'll definitely be at a thousand. I feel like I'm going to have to do like a special episode or something for hitting a thousand dramas on, uh, you know, that I've uh, that I've watched, which it just seems wild. But a thing also, a lot of these dramas are like shorter because you don't get these yes. in Korean, in Korea, but in China, you get a lot of these little uh, web dramas. And I literally mean web dramas because all the episodes together are like three or four hours long. Oh, wow. So, you know, that includes a lot of those as well. Um, Okay. I love those. They tend to be, a lot of the time, they tend to be wild, but they are perfect, like, palate cleanses when I'm not in a mood for anything and nothing is taking my fancy. Those work like a charm to get me, like, excited about, um, you know, like a little palate cleanser almost. So there is a lot of those. And those don't take a lot of time to watch. So, so Yeah. That is so funny. I just love it. Do you know how many dramas you've watched this year at this point? Uh, I do. I think I it's I'm probably gonna break 120 or 130, I think. Wow. Which is actually a lot less than last year. Last year <laughs> Really? Yeah. <laughs> there was one year, and I think this was pandemic year because I couldn't go well, anywhere. Pandemic is a huge role. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Pandemic year, I think I was hitting like 250 in a year. I don't know how yeah. I did it, but it, it's literally because you couldn't go anywhere. Yeah, we couldn't uh, go anywhere. So then, like, what else are you going to do? Yeah, 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 yeah. So I think last year, I think I was at 170 or something for the year but now that I have the podcast I just don't have like as much time to to watch um dramas as I used to right right right. (laughs) fascinating I know thank you so much for sharing (laughs) your story it's I just love hearing people's origin stories and how they got into dramas in general and I've heard your story many times because you know of your podcast yeah 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 things like that but it's just like it's just always so fun to hear I always have I I always love um listening to like where people started because I feel like there's so many ways to come into Asian dramas that it's always like fascinating to see where people are coming from it is no it really really is I love it okay so let's get into the K ketchup. So Liliana, what are you watching right now in like the Asian drama world? I, I was really excited about this because like if you'd asked me this like three weeks ago, I would give you a Chinese list from, you know, and nothing <laughs> else. <laughs> but because I am actually watching some Korean drama, uh, dramas, I, you know, I get to talk about those. But let me just Yay. actually bring my drama list up. So for Korean dramas, the one Mm -hmm. that I'm like obsessed with right now is the story of Park's marriage uh, contract. Oh, 
Wah, yeah. I love it. It's like right up my alley. It's Lisa Young and I am a big, big Lisa Young fan. Um, she's amazing. She's so good and she's so versatile. I feel she, mm-hmm. I feel like she's a very, um, what's the word, a very uh, underrated actress within. I agree. Within the, uh, the, I mean, she's done crime thriller. She's done rom-com. She's done like fantasy. She's done so much I feel like she's very and she nails every role so you know and this like this type of role her comedic timing is just so good um I feel like other actresses doing this role it would make it almost seem like a little bit tacky uh or you know but she she just lands it so well so so yeah that's the one I'm really really loving but I'm also watching my demon which you know the visuals on that is are insane. Oh yeah, the visuals are crazy. Yeah, the visuals are crazy good in my demon. Um, I think once we get into like their contract marriage, I'm probably gonna like it more. Um, mm-hmm. but I'm still enjoying it. I think it's you know one of those stories that are gonna be. I don't know. I'm always a little bit cautious with Korean fantasy in general. Uh-huh. Um, I think it's a genre that personally I don't think Korea does that well for me anyways mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. so but i'm excited about this one and then i'm also watching daily dose of sunshine which oh yeah i'm really really enjoying i feel like daily dose of sunshine is one of those that went under the radar a lot because it Definitely. came out and it dropped all episodes and it's not really widely available well is it no mm-hmm. it is it's on netflix isn't it, it is mm-hmm. yeah yeah mm-hmm. so it's on netflix but i think because it dropped all the episodes in one day um I think and it was and it came out when everybody was watching like bigger dramas yes yes it definitely flew under the radar a little bit yeah 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 so I'm really excited about that one Uh, and I think for Korean dramas that's it I do have a lot of uh, other Chinese dramas uh that I'm watching but I don't know if you want me to talk about those yeah yeah go ahead ahead. the one that I'm like has my whole heart right now it is my favorite drama right now it's called A Journey to Love and Mm. it is a story about two assassins from two different countries and Mm -hmm. basically the countries were at war and one of the countries has caught the uh caught and trapped the emperor of the other country it's a it's like a state but you know the other country right and basically these two assassins kind of come together uh through shenanigans to basically (laughs) um they are going on a rescue mission to get this emperor out that is like the rough gist of it but at its core it's like a found family and it's like the best like this female lead is so capable she's a very seasoned actress and she delivers like nobody's business she does all of her stunts and everything and she she like goes toe to toe with the male lead completely they are each other equals in every aspect which for me I'm like I love this this is exactly what I want from a female lead um 
So, and basically that's the story, you know, it's their story. And basically a princess has to disguise herself as a prince to go with them so that she can represent their country to try and like work out a deal to get their emperor back. And it's kind of like, you know, all of them, they have like a little found family with her and the guards and the two assassins. Mm -hmm. And it's also one of the best communicating couple that I've like ever watched they are basically with each other they communicate like they were thinking that they had different ways that they wanted to live after this was over and that was kind of like causing a rift between them and they kind of like sat down and kind of like compromised and I was like what a couple I know right like you guys talk to each other (laughs) yeah and they were like look we can do your thing for a little bit we can settle down in the countryside for a little bit and then we can come back to the city for a little bit so it's like it's so so good it's one of those that I'm completely running for every single time the fight scenes are so well done they are so well done it's yeah so that's a journey to love that's the one I'm like so enjoying so enjoying and then for another one that i'm watching is uh, another one called love me love my voice and yes this one is really really fascinating because Mm -hmm. it gives you a little glimpse so if you don't really watch chinese dramas uh, a very you know common thing is that dramas are dubbed um just simply because they need to be in standard mandarin and Mm -hmm. you know a lot of the time they can't get the audio that they need especially for historicals so they kind of like dub them afterwards in a studio so this drama is like based on that and the male lead is a pretty big dubber and you go behind the scenes and you see like how they dub the dramas and how they create osts and stuff like that and it's a very sweet like romance between so our female lead is a um she does music scores she does musical scores Mm -hmm. and our male lead kind of like dubs dramas and stuff like that and games so it's kind of like a very sweet romance between the two of them it's complete fluff it's like i love that to a t it is like no uh angst it's like as fluffy as it gets so to me it works perfect right now with like everything else that i'm watching um so so yeah that's my currently watching list for for the time being there's a few I love that and there is I love that there is I really want to go and check out uh I haven't started it yet but my man is cupid I really want to check that out please do please do it's so good so far yeah 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 I've I've been hearing a lot of people like saying it's it's pretty good and uh I was like I need to go and check this out and just see uh you know what's happening so I think it's like one of those rare moments that I am watching a couple more Chinese dramas but it's like one of those rare moments moments where this year at least because my list used to be pretty even like even amount of Korean dramas to even amount of Chinese dramas but this year this is uh, probably the first time where I've got as many Korean dramas as I do Chinese dramas on my currently watching list wow this is insane that this is coming at the end of the year I know so many like good dramas or like ones that are presumed to be good like are coming out like in December so it's pretty crazy so yeah, yeah. Oh, I love your list. That's Thank so fun. You. <laughs> Thank you for sharing. Um, but yes, um, for me, I just finished Castaway Diva last weekend, along with um Perfect Marriage Revenge. Mm-hmm. Castaway Diva was super cute. It was super, super cute. Um, 
I also attempted to finish A Time Called You this week, which I started when it came out. And I like officially dropped it. <laughs> see, week, oh see I didn't even go near A Time Called You. And I, I you know, each to their own, I very much yeah. loved the original Taiwanese uh, yeah. drama. So I was like, I don't need to go and watch the the Korean version. Like, I, I very much loved the Taiwanese one. And... Um, yeah, it's just one of those dramas that, you know, when you love it so much that you don't yeah. think anything could, you know, be up to par. And mm-hmm. I didn't want to be unfair to A Time Called You. So I was like, I, right. you know, there's no point me clicking play on something that I think I'm going to be really, really harsh on. So I'll just leave it to those people who want to enjoy it. And I yeah. will stick to the one that I already love. <laughs> Yeah, I I heard the original is amazing. I actually wanted to watch the original, but it's not available on Vicky in the US. So like, I was really bummed about that. Because Netflix um, took it away right before they dropped A Time Called You. It used to be available on Netflix in a bunch of places. And as soon as this one got announced, they took that one away. Oh my gosh. Because this one is a Netflix production. So obviously they want people to go and watch this one and not the original. But yeah, it was on a bunch of places. And now it's like really hard to find it. (laughs) Oh, that's terrible. Mm. I don't like that. Yeah. So yeah, I tried to watch that. And I was like, what the heck is this show? Like, I feel like they... They didn't need to... I I don't know what the original is like, but I can't imagine that the original was as convoluted as this version was and I was like I can't do it anymore I was like I I feel like I can't even enjoy the show because I'm so confused so I had to let it go um and then um as I mentioned I'm watching my man is cupid it's so cute it's so good so far I'm I'm gonna watch episode three today so I'm really excited I love the cast like it's just a nice like fluffy romantic fantasy and I I'm yeah I'm here for it I really like it I'm also watching Welcome to Samdari I really um, want to check that one out as well oh my gosh like please do a lot of please people do. say a lot of people I was talking I can't remember to who I was talking uh I think I was talking to Becky a friend of mine mm-hmm. anyways I was talking to somebody and she was saying just get through episode one episode one yes. is a little like you know it's not the greatest yeah they're start. setting it up yeah they're setting it up but by episode two it gets a lot better and I'm like okay you know if somebody gives me a heads up and tells me give it a shot you know work past episode one and do you know what I would rather a k-drama have a weak start and then like Mm -hmm. a strong middle to end rather than it start really really good and then like it just fizzles so Mm -hmm. I'm all for that and I feel like I love Shina Hae-sun and Ji Chang-wook has proved that he can do, you know, these sort of roles as well. So I feel like they can do really, really well together. Um, I think they're going to do great together. They're both so strong and they're mm -hmm. so talented. So I feel like them as the the leads, I think it's going to be really strong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And like, I mean, I honestly, from the beginning, I loved episode one, mm-hmm. but I could see why people could would be like, oh, this is kind of like a slow start. But like, I really enjoyed it. Like, from yeah, the yeah, beginning. yeah. Um, and yeah, I think it's gonna be a really good show. So I'm super excited. And then this is like the last week, like this coming week is like the last week I have to like, finish up some shows that I want to <laughs> include in like my year end wrap up. So I'm trying to finish Twinkling Watermelon and Daily Dose of Sunshine and like, a week and a half so that's my assignment yeah that's your for like assignment the for the week yeah yeah, yeah. yes <laughs> so we'll see but yeah so yeah that's what i'm that's what i've been watching mm. 
Um, so yeah, let's get into Perfect Marriage Revenge. Let's. So I'm so excited, excited about this one. <laughs> yes. So I'm going to read the rundown. So Hani Ju is a painter. She was adopted by Han Jin Wung and Yi Jung Hye. Her father runs Han Wool Financial Group. Yet Hani Ju was not loved by her parents or her younger sister, Yura. She was always isolated from her family. Now, Iju is married to Sehyuk. She learns that her husband, Sehyuk, loves her sister, Yura, and not her. On that same day, Iju gets into an accident and dies. When Iju wakes up, she finds herself back in time when she was engaged to Sehyuk. To change her fate and take revenge on her family, she breaks off her engagement to Sehyuk. She then approaches So Doguk, whom her younger sister, Yura, wants to marry. Doguk is the grandson of Teja Group's founder. He's a smart and handsome young man. Iju wants to enter into a contract marriage with, with Doguk, and he willingly accepts, but he wants the contract marriage to become a real marriage. So, Iju is played by Jung Yoo Min, who you may have seen in Red Balloon, which is a drama that came out early, early, late last year, the end of this year, um, as well as Celebrity. And Doguk is played by Sung Hoon, who you may have seen in My Secret Romance, Love Featuring Marriage and Divorce 1 and 2, Worry the Virgin, and he will also be in the upcoming K-drama Death's Game. So, Liliana, when you first started Perfect Marriage Revenge, like, what were your thoughts? What did you think? So right off the bat, I was like, this is a telenovela and I'm here for it. Because <laughs> I, I I am not avert to liking Mac Jong's. I've you know, yeah. I, I I've watched a few of them. Um the thing that really grabbed me straight away is that Mac Jong's tend to be longer. They tend to be like you, you know, your 50 episode weekenders. It's yeah. rare that you have a Mac Jung that kind of like, you know, is shorter. Mm-hmm. I think like you do have a few, but there's not a lot of them out there. Right. And right. a lot of them tend to be like surrounding, you know, schools and stuff like that. You, they had, yeah. Yeah, was it VIP or something? Um, I can't remember, like, but there was one. Um, but either way, they sort of... Um, you know, tend to be longer. And one of the things that grabbed me straight away was the fact that this was 12 episodes because I feel like we were going to move through this story very fast. There was not going to be a lot of unnecessary infill because they had 12 Mm -hmm. episodes to do this in. And so pretty much straight away, episode one, I was like, I am super intrigued because it moves so quickly. And I'm like, a lot happens in every episode I feel like not a minute is wasted and I kind Mm -hmm. of love that um Mm -hmm. but one of the things is I grew up watching telenovelas like it's bread and butter in Portugal and like you know Spain there's quite a few countries that have a lot of them and the crazier the better like these (laughs) storylines are wild like wild so to me watching a Mac Chung I was like it's great like you know it gives me that nostalgic feeling a little bit yeah Um, so, yeah, that's what my first impression straight away were that this is going to be a crazy wild ride, but I'm completely in. It was one of those dramas that I pressed play on episode one and I was like, I love it. Like, I, I want to yeah. watch all of it. <laughs> I love that. Um, yeah, same here. So I this drama was not on my radar. I knew that it existed, but I had no intentions of watching it. But then... Um, Sarah, um, she her, she has a page called K Drama Style. She posted like she made a reel and she posted about it, 
And I was like, oh, like this looks really good. It was like the scene when um Dokuk and Iju, like they kissed like after he proposed with Oh the yeah, 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 yeah. I- yeah. And I was just like, do I need to watch this? And I and I love Sung Hoon, but I was like, you know, when I saw the poster, I was like, this looks like a Mok Jong. Yeah, I don't yeah, watch yeah, Mok yeah, Jong yeah, yeah, yeah. because I haven't had l- much luck with them um in my K drama journey. So like I earlier I mentioned that um the actress that plays Iju was in a drama called Red Balloon that I I think I made it halfway through and I was like, I can't do it anymore. I actually didn't even know that was gonna be a Mok Jong drama when I started it. Oh no. Nice. So I was like, I don't oh, know nice. what this is. So <laughs> So then, um, so yeah, I was like, I don't, um, but then I saw her post and I was like, okay, like, I think I'm going to watch this. So then I watched episode one and I was like, I, I'm intrigued. Like I, I'm intrigued. And like, I was like, you know what, this, this is Mok Jong, but it's like Mok Jong light. Mm -hmm. Like, I feel like it's not too over the top. Like, yes, you have your soapy moments, but it wasn't super aggressive. And, um, I thought that like off the bat, the leads had really good chemistry Mm. and, um, I, you know, and even though there was kind of like a, you know, going back in time element to it, which I, because I, I didn't read the the synopsis before. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I didn't know it was going to be like a time slip element, but even though there was a time slip element and like this year has had way too many time slips, so many. like it was, yeah, it's like, it's annoying, but like they weren't like obnoxious about it in this show. Mm-hmm. Like, like the, oh, like once they went back in time, it really wasn't mentioned again no, we weren't talking no, about no. yeah like we weren't talking about like the rules and like no. if we don't do it by this date everything's yeah, yeah, good yeah, we're yeah, gonna yeah. Die. like there was none of that so i appreciated that it was like okay like we went back in time and we're done with the whole time travel thing um and they didn't make it confusing and i was watching my dearest at the time like my dearest was like probably within the last like six episodes yeah. so like this show was kind of like a nice like reprieve because <laughs> it required no brain yeah, power. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like it requ- i didn't have to think about anything and that's what i love yeah like most about this show. yeah you don't yes and <laughs> it requires nothing of you <laughs> but the thing is what i find like so funny in a sense is that yes it doesn't require any brain power but tell me how they did time travel so much better <laughs> than like so many other shows i'm like i yes. don't understand that it was very obvious why it happened it was right it was like i don't understand this if a mac jang can do this why are other drummers floundering with honestly the same thing? seriously time travel is the thing that needs to stay in 2023 reincarnations and time travels yes. it seems to be the year for that in yes. k-dramas and it needs to stay in 2023 let's have yeah. new things in 2024 yeah please. i agree i agree i think like i don't want to see another past lives time oh my like, god this so like i mean it's like obnoxious how many there were this year i was like enough like enough I don't. already <laughs> i'm done like i can't do it anymore yeah 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 oh my goodness but yes so let's get into our characters um so let's talk about um Yura first oh. so what did you think about her and yeah <laughs> she just descended into like a well she was never very good to start off with <laughs> <laughs> and she just just descended into crazier and crazier and crazier. And by yes. the end, all I could think is this poor child that she's carrying. Yes. Please give him away. Like, yes. I don't say that lightly, but with yeah. a mother like her, like this child is never going to make it out, you know, oh, yeah. unscathed because she has just got 
the worst like I don't know issues she needs therapy I kind of don't appreciate how she never kind of like got her dues in a sense uh she never paid her dues yeah but overall she was just this very spoiled you know child almost like adult child that was very used Mm -hmm. to getting everything that she wants exactly the way she wants it and uh, yeah there was she she was just horrible as a character (laughs) yep I I totally agree um yeah when you said descended yeah I was like she literally descended deeper and deeper into madness (laughs) like by the end, she was like eating paper, and I was like, "Are Girl, you okay? You like, what is wrong?" <laughs> yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. And the way the way that she just walks into these places and expects mm-hmm. people to do what she wants, yeah, is is insane to me. Like insanity. Yes. She just does not take it at all, at all. So nope, nope. No, she's wild. Shout out to the actress because, like, what she would do with her eyes, crazy and, like, her I, mouth, yes insane looked insane i bought it like i bought that she had gone you know crazy absolutely crazy. she did like the actress did a really good job with this um she did because i couldn't stand her no i couldn't i couldn't you know there's those characters that you hate so much that even when you see them later on in other dramas you still can't get you know rid of that image yep she might be one of those. She might no, I agree. be one of those for me that she's just going to be stuck as this character uh, for the rest of her life. And clearly crazy runs in the family because her mother was clearly. the same. <laughs> clearly. Like you can totally tell like, oh, yeah, like you and Yuji are, are completely yeah, different yeah, people yeah, because, yeah. yeah, like you're the same type of crazy your mom is. So, <laughs> <Exactly>. yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Okay. Um, what about Sehyuk? What did you think about him? Uh, so he's the boyfriend that married, that likes the sister, isn't he? Yep. Right. He was just, I don't know, they kind of tried to do a redemption arc for him. And I don't <laughs> they think, they tried, but I don't think it's in him to be redeemed. Yeah, no. no. Because by the end, he, he had gone back to playing his games, hadn't he? Yep. And, uh... Yeah, like I said, that poor child, please. Seriously, like, poor because child. his family his family is terrible too. Yeah. So like that poor child, I really want them, I want them to like give the child to Iju and Doguk oh and like let them yeah, raise, raise the, their child, child. Yeah, because yeah, they're yeah. not fit. No, they're not They're fit not fit. Parents. <laughs> Absolutely not. I mean, just the fact that he marries the South female lead because he wants to be closer to the sister is bonkers. Like, it is bonkers. Like, uh, and then he just goes and does everything for the little sister. I do love the fact that he kind of did help them a little bit. um, A little. But only because he was held up against the wall and he was like... (laughs) Yeah, either getting threatened. Exactly. They were gonna like basically like put him in his him in jail or yeah, yeah, his family yeah. in jail. So he was like, well, I kind of have to. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. otherwise, yeah. he would never. So yeah, I don't think his um, they tried to redempt like have a little redemption arc for him a little bit, but I, yeah, it, it was not believable. He was just you know not a good character. Into not good character in terms of you know. 
being a bad person. Right, right. Yeah, I know. I totally agree. He was just so annoying to me because I was like, yeah, like you marry this this girl that's like head over heels in love with you just to get closer to the sister who doesn't even like mm-hmm. you. And then when, you know, Iju is like, well, I'm not going to marry you. Go off and have fun with you or whatever. Yeah, yeah, and then yeah. he's like stalking Iju like, I know. you know, and I'm just like, you don't even want her. Like, so what's the problem? And then now she has someone better. And you're just like, well, if I, is he, it was kind of like, if I can't have you. Yeah, nobody can. Anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was yeah. very much that type of thing. And also, I don't think he was ever in love with Yura. He was kind of like, just obsessed with the idea of that yes. Yura. Because Yura kind of like, was this, she came across as this very nice, very, you know, not at all what her character is meant to be. Mm-hmm. But, you know, on the surface, she feels like a little, like, pretty China doll on the surface. Yes. Yeah. And then, but then when you crack and you go onto the inside, it's all like, you know, black and uh, bad in a yes. sense. Yes. Uh, so that's kind of like what I kind of, you know, saw her character. But I think he was in love with the idea of that. Uh, mm-hmm. And just because I think she was, you know, tried to be nice to him. But yeah. he then, like, it's the fact that he doesn't want to lose uh that security that he has you know with the marriage and i'm like this mm-hmm. is insanity she's found a bit let our female ego on her way yes. let her exactly. do her thing and please you know he did keep coming back again and again and again and i'm just oh, like and over and over he kept showing dude. up to her house and i'm just like you don't like her you're you love her sister don't you yeah, yeah so yeah. go away like yeah, yeah. It, he was just so annoying and like yeah, he deserved everything he got. Like, I I just loved that moment, like, when Yura came to his house and was just like, yeah, this is your baby. And then he's just realizing, like, wow, my life Crap. is over. Yeah. Like, my life is over. Yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm like, that's what you get. <laughs> that's what you, you get. What is the saying? You uh, kid around and you find out. So yeah. <laughs> they kidded around and they found out. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> You know, it takes two. It takes two to do the tango. That's all. Yes. So, I mean, by that point, uh, I just. I mean, I also think his mother is horrendous. His sister is horrendous. Yeah. Like that whole family and their claim. And the thing is, it's not like they were in the gutter. It's not like they were bad in life. If Mm -hmm. they had given him a story where like his family was in complete poverty and, Mm -hmm. you know, I could, I wouldn't agree with it, but I could sort of understand a little bit where they were coming from. How desperate they were. Exactly. Yeah. That was not the case. They had a roof Mm -hmm. over their heads. They had food on the table. Yes. They had, you know, they had themselves and they had themselves as a family. They just wanted more. They are greedy. They were just greedy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really greedy, especially the sister. Oh my God. She's horrible. Like that whole character, I think we only saw her for a couple of scenes, but there was no. Not right. one single light. I loved when uh, our male lead's um, sister, I can't remember her. Yes. Oh my gosh, in. I love that scene. That scene. Oh my gosh. Chef's kiss. Chef's kiss. <laughs> oh my gosh, I loved that scene. I was like, yes, put her in her place. Yeah, yeah, Someone yeah. Put yeah, her in her yeah, place. Yeah. And even oh then, gosh. she doesn't learn. Like she, she doesn't. Gets, that's, that's what's more frustrating. They get offered with the. the um, 
with uh, Soo Hyuk. Is it Soo Hyuk? Uh, yes. Yeah, Soo Hyuk. Even with Soo Hyuk, like, he gets offered the chance to, like, you know, be redeemed. Dukuk gives him the chance over and over again to, yes. like, be redeemed. And he chooses not to take it. And I'm like, yep. dude, there's no redemption for you or anyone yeah. in your family at this point. You can't be helped. No, you're too far gone. No, no not at all. <laughs> not at all. Oh, my gosh. Uh, okay. <laughs> These people. What did you think about Jungwook, um, Dogook's brother? He was just a nutcase. That man. <laughs> <laughs> he needed a hug and therapy. Yes, he did need a hug. He and needed ther- a hug yeah. and therapy. Now, yeah. we could go and down the path of saying, like, his dad could have done better because if his dad had just told him the real reason why his mother wasn't around Mm -hmm. this would have been a whole different story like he wouldn't have been jealous i feel like you know we could we could in theory have just had like the um we could have had him as like a nice brother as opposed to exactly. being because the rest of his family was amazing. Exactly. So we could have just had him as a nice brother and mm-hmm. uh, we didn't need him to go all crazy because he was another one that descended into e- like he was all <laughs> yeah. He was already yeah. crazy. But by the end, we're I'm like, dude, you need therapy. Yeah. You need yeah, a like, very long course <laughs> of therapy. You have some issues to, you know, unpack it. <laughs> yeah, no, I agree because in the beginning he was like just it, I wouldn't even say he was evil at the beginning. He was just a little jealous. But then like he just got he got he linked up with Yura and he was like, "Oh, like there's levels to this. Like I can get even more and more and more sinister." Yeah, I yeah. I, by the end I didn't I could not believe that he had <laughs> No, gone that low because like especially with him i felt a little bit sorry for him in the sense that like his whole story with the leg especially how we found out about it but then there was nothing like (laughs) he'd been getting it cured and i'm like this is crazy faking the whole time like he had like he had got it injured but then like in the last couple of years it'd been like he'd been getting treatment yeah and i'm like and it kind of broke my a little bit that he kind of had to say to his father because I had to keep this injury just so you could give me some attention mm-hmm. and I'm like that is so sad that is that it is, is like, really, really sad, sad. so yeah. we could blame his father for this a little bit as well I think not all of it because mm-hmm. people choose to go crazy paths on their own <laughs> they walk their own two little feet down that path but <laughs> He was pushed down a little bit, you know, from his father. So, yeah, there there was just no way they could uh, make him come back from, you know, his redemption. There was no redemption for him at that point, I don't think. There was no redemption for any of them, but... Yeah, not any of them. But, yeah, no, that's like that. I didn't... He wasn't like the other villains where you're just like, you were born evil. Like, you were just born this way. He was kind of essentially created Created, just because like honestly like his his all his dad had to tell him was like yeah like i didn't leave your mom and she left another woman she left me with you know she left us so and that that was like you know 
and that was the source of all his problems. Mm-hmm. So if his dad communicated that with him, then like there wouldn't be this feud with Doguk and there wouldn't be this jealousy and there they wouldn't have been, been any of that. No, no, they would have been working together to like yeah. raise the company. And exactly. You know, I think they would have happily gotten on as brothers and I don't mm-hmm. think we would have had any of the issues that we did. Um could there be possibly a little bit, you know, of jealousy there? Maybe because yeah. you know they do things very differently. But I just wonder, like, how much it would have been from one person to, you know, from one person to the other. So, so yeah, I felt a little bit sorry for him, but I also yeah. think he just descended too much into. Uh, he needs a trip to the daily dose of sunshine clinic. <laughs> Yes. Yeah, he went too far. Like at the end, I was just like, why are you trying to kill your brother? Like what is happening? Like it was just yeah. It was it was a lot. Yeah, it was. It definitely was. Yes. Okay, let's talk about our chief villain, Jung Hye, Yiju and Yura's mom. What did you think about her? That woman. There is not <laughs> one good bone in her body. Not none. Nothing. None. Nothing. You tried to kill a kid? <laughs> you tried to poison a kid? A poison a kid. Poison and you're also trying to kill your husband. Like, is killing just the, the solution to everything? Or Clearly it is to her. Apparently. And the thing is, I don't see what the problem is. Not Obviously with the killing, I see what the problem is. I don't see what right. her problem is. Right. <laughs> you have everything. Your husband is with you. And then, like, I don't, I don't get it. I don't understand it. I also didn't pick up on whether she became rich by marrying him. If she kind of like came from, you know, poverty, I don't think that was very touched on at all. Uh, yeah, I think she was like probably like just a regular person because she was his secretary. So, oh yeah, she see, that would make sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she was his secretary. So then, but my thing is like, so your solution was to kill his his girlfriend and their daughter so you can slide in (laughs) and then that was what you (laughs) and then have yourself a kid and then you know and that kid isn't even that the least i mean the least you could do is raise yuju as like you know part of the family but you're trying to kill her not once but twice Exactly. Woman. Exactly. Like woman. Yeah, I just there don't is, get it. There is not one good bone in that woman's body. Not mm-hmm. one good bone in that woman's body. Yeah. So yeah, and she was like one of those people that was like she. I. She was definitely just like came out Evil. like into the world crazy. <laughs> so you know, she. I feel like in her demented mind, she thought that she was doing the best for Yura. And she was like, you know, I'm doing what I need to do to take care of my daughter. Because, like, Yura is really the only person she cared about. Mm-hmm. Like, she genuinely loved Yura. She was like, in her demented mind, I think she really thought that she was doing this all for Yura and yeah, she was yeah. doing the right thing. But she ended up creating a monster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it all blew up in her face because Yura turned her back on her. I was going to say, the thing is, her being in prison or whatever, it's probably like... Yeah, she's at her low point. But her daughter turning on her is the ultimate punishment for her. Because Absolutely. Because she did this all for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then she's like, she's that I think is like the part where she's like, oh my God. 
you know, yeah. I, I have I've lost everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And even then, I wouldn't. I don't think she would still repent. But you know, she's in prison at least. Let her rot in prison. I know, because <laughs> she is just a terrible, terrible, a vile woman. Mm-hmm. I just couldn't not believe how evil she was. Shout out to the actress that played her as well. She was amazing. She I was. was like, wow, she was. I don't like you. No, like, she was so evil. No. Oh my goodness. Do you know what um, I find really interesting is when like yeah. uh, a per- an actor or an actress can play a villain so well that like you really don't like them. And yes. like it's it's so good because especially if they're like these ridiculously beautiful people cuz it's like yeah. I hate you. You're very pretty, but I hate you. <laughs> I it don't ta- like you. Yeah, it takes a certain type of actor and actress to pull those off, I think. Yes, yes. Cuz sometimes yes. you look at them and you're like, but they're so pretty. Yes, <laughs> you, know you get blinded I mean? and you're yeah, like, yeah, no, yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. you're so vile that I can't even yeah, see yeah, like exactly. your beauty or anything. Exactly. You're just terrible. Yeah, yeah. And that's how you know they're a good actor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's how you know they've done a really good job. <laughs> yes. I totally agree. I love that. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Um, okay, let's get into Dokuk's family. Um, I loved his family. Like, what did you think about that? I loved his family. Uh, his grandma was my favorite. Mm-hmm. I love her. I love, like, you know, her matriarchal feel uh, that she yeah. had through her family. And I kind of appreciated how she did try to be fair to both, mm-hmm. you know, the sons or the mm-hmm. grandkids. Uh, yeah. I really, really appreciated that. And I don't think she did it out of pity like, you know, the dad did, like Dokuk's dad did. Um, right. I think she did uh, a really good job. I also think I enjoyed the mother. I think her concerns were valid. Mm-hmm. Um, when they sort of first got together, her, you know, his mom had a lot of reservations towards them and whatnot. Uh, but I really liked like their building of relationship with Yuju and you know how they kind of yes. went from being apprehensive towards her and then like to just becoming so protective and just yep. becoming that family that she never had. Um, I I loved their family. The father I wasn't so keen on because right. I think that not that he was a bad character. Uh, I don't I don't think he was a bad person. I just think he made bad choices. Um, yes. He's a little passive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a little, you know, I'll take the back seat and that sort of mm-hmm. thing. And I think he shouldn't have done that. Um, mm-hmm. Like I said, I've already, you know, we've already spoken about it. But if he had just sort of revealed uh, that the mother hadn't, you know, that he hadn't abandoned the mother or anything like that, that would have been right. that nipped in the bud. So I, you know. I think his choices were ultimately very much uh, through guilt uh, out of everything that sort of had happened. Um, but yeah, I don't. I don't know. I I really liked the grandma. Really liked the mom. The dad. Yeah. He was okay, but like you said, he was very you know just passable of sorts. Mm-hmm. He was like he almost took a back seat to the women in the family, which I I kind of yes, like. Yes. I kind of yeah. like. I love. I love the story that the grandma built the company like from the ground up and yes. like how she wants to build these houses for people because that's you know mm-hmm. a house is a home is where you spend a lot of your time I love yeah. that whole arc of the story as well so so yeah 
Yeah, yeah, I totally agree. I absolutely loved his family. Mm-hmm. Um, grandma, I just thought she was so cool. Just loved how she was like a boss lady. And I loved like the her outfits. I loved like she always had these like cute little like ear cuffs on. And they were Yay. just like so cute. She was so stylish and so cute. Um, and yeah, I, I really love the mom. I think she was my favorite of his family because she saw right through Jong Hye's lies yeah. and nonsense because like, oh, like, Yiju is such a terrible person. Yiju da 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 da. And she's just like, why would a family talk about their daughter like yeah, that? Yeah, like, yeah. there's more to this story. And I love that she, how smart she was. And mm-hmm. she like used her brain and she like embraced Yiju like with open arms. Like the minute she realized that she was in such a terrible family. Yeah, she yeah. I remember like when she like everything was like clear to her, like how terrible her family was. She just like opened her arms and like yeah. hugged her. Like I, I'm so sorry. You've been through so much, you know? And I also love the fact that she's like the type of character that I really enjoy to watch because mm-hmm. they will take in all the information that is provided to them. The grandma is the same in this, but yes. they will make up their own mind. They yes. will, you know, evaluate themselves, the person. I loved that both the mom and the grandma in this situation, the sister was the same. I really loved his sister. I, think I loved like the sister. A badass and, you know, yes. uh, even the cousin. I also really liked his cousin and how, like, yes, supportive yes. of you, Drew. They've kind of become, like, a little trio of girls. Yeah, she was also, like, an MVP character yeah. she was like kind of like the bridge that Yiju was able to kind of get into like the family yeah, and yeah, to get yeah, into yeah. their circle yeah I love that aspect but yeah I love that like all of them all the women in this family are mm-hmm. badasses you know in their own right and yeah. they are strong capable women but also they again will take all the information that is given to them but they will make up their own mind about it they will evaluate yes. and they evaluated like Yuju through her actions and you know and then they were like you know okay we've made up our minds you know i agree or whatever um so yeah yeah, i i really really enjoyed the all of like the women in his family i love that he's surrounded by women and it's like all good women it's such a contrast to like yiju and her family and how all the women Mm -hmm. in her family are just dreadful yes (laughs) yes so yeah yeah, I totally agree. There's a lot of strong women in his family. And I also loved his sister and like his brother-in-law. Like they were just yeah, like so funny. So adorable. As well so adorable. <laughs> so adorable. He just like worships the ground that she walks on. Yes. Yes. And I'm like, this is adorable. <laughs> yes. They're so cute. I just loved them. Um Okay, and then let's get into Yiju's family. So, like, what did you think about, like, we already talked about Zhang Hye and Yura, but what did you think about, like, her dad and, like, grandpa? Yeah. So, grandpa, I thought he was a pretty interesting sort of, like, character. Um, I felt like, again, he lived with a lot of guilt. He did a lot of bad things, and I think he lived with a lot of guilt. Uh, He is... In general, you know, the sort of catalyst, because if he hadn't opposed to the relationship in the first place, mm-hmm. like maybe a lot of the story wouldn't have happened, you know, yeah, afterwards. It wouldn't have. Um, yeah. So I think he has a lot of guilt, but I think they did his redemption arc really well, where to the end, I was like, he's okay. He's trying his best. Now he's trying to make amends. So, you know, that's okay. Now, with the dad, I was like, dude, how how do you let somebody do this? How can you not see? I think he was 
fairly greedy as well because he was wanting more and more and more so I wasn't like really a fan of the dad and honestly like his whole redemption arc didn't really Mm -hmm. convince me enough um I think for example for the grandpa I think they started the redemption arc early on enough in the story yeah that by the end, I was like, I I believe that he has changed over a new leaf. And, you know, he's right. trying. But for the dad, I really didn't feel that way because I just thought, you know, I just didn't think. And also for Yuju's, like, biological mom, I still mm-hmm. don't understand why she stayed away for so long. Like, I get it. You know, they tried to kill her. Like, it was, yeah. you know, it was hard going. But I think it was like kind of sad that she had stayed away for so long because she was probably the only person who could take Yiju away from you know that whole situation yeah Uh, but I do like that they connected and they had their conversations and you know they sort of worked through things um Mm -hmm. that's another thing like this is a Mac Jung but actually people sit down and have like good conversations with each yeah. other and I'm yeah. like not even dramas that are supposed to be doing this are doing this so that was another thing that I really really enjoyed about this one is that like people and you know especially Yiju she was like you hurt me I need time to process this yep and yep. then we can you know come back and reevaluate when I'm ready to do so and yep. I loved those types of conversations she still heard people out she still gave them the benefit and the doubt and hit heard people through to the end but then mm-hmm. like she took the time to sort of you know you know uh, you know access, access you know her emotions and everything like that so I really like the conversations as well oh absolutely oh you made such good points I totally agree um but yeah, her dad was annoying. I um, I just thought that he just, I mean, I, honestly, I was kind of just like, shame on you for just like yeah. sitting back and watching your wife like treat this child so badly. Like, and then to find out that it's your real child. And I felt like they never had a moment of like no. closure for that. No, so no. like, you know, like I would have loved to see him be like, Iju, I'm so sorry mm. that like, first of all, you were right under my nose. I didn't even realize yeah. it. And two for like, you know, not believing you and then like just not being a good father to you. Cause even when, you know, it was thought that she was, oh, I'm, she was just the adopted daughter. He still didn't treat her well. No, he did. So I wish that there was like a real moment of them like being able to like start over. But yeah, like him like showing up to like her mom's house with like flowers to be like, oh, I'm sorry or whatever. I was just like, why? Like, I, goodbye. I loved, I absolutely adored that then the mother was like, yeah, we broke up. You know, we officially <laughs> broke up. I got my closure. I'm good. And I, I'm gonna yes. move on. I'm like, I, I love, love that. this. I, I love absolutely that. love that because I think if they had gotten them back together at that point, I, it, I mean, there's a lot of water under that bridge. Yeah, <laughs> it's like 30 lot. years. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I'm really, really glad that she like respected herself enough to be like, I have my daughter back. Like that's all I really need right now. I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> That's all I need right now. Yeah, yeah, I'm good. I have my shares in the company. I have money yeah. coming in. I got, I, I'm good. I don't need a man. And I necessarily don't think I need you. I was like, yeah. I love this. Actually, yeah. thinking about it, now that I'm like talking more about it, that's 
probably one of the things that I adored more about this drama is the fact that there's so many good female characters. Yes, there are really strong female characters yeah. in this show. And it's like, sure. it's so bizarre to me that this is coming out of a Mac Jung drama. Yeah, um, yeah. And I think that's why this drama became so enjoyable because honestly, it's pleasantly surprised me. Like, mm-hmm. you know, just like you pointed out, there's like people like communicating and just like strong female leads. Like, these things that you don't really see in this genre. So I was very impressed. But yeah, I totally agree. Like, I just love how she, it wasn't like, oh, let's get back together. I was just like, okay, now we can officially like close this chapter. And I was like, thank you. Because if it was like, let's, let's start over again. And I think that's what his intention was. And yeah, like, no, no, we're good. No, thank you. I, um, so yeah, I was, uh, watching a video, uh, review for this and it's somebody who's read the webtoon this is based oh. on and she said this is the best adaptation she has ever seen it stays very true to the webtoon and wow. she says she was super super happy with it really good adaptation and I think that's probably why it's worked so well it's because they yes. followed the webtoon and they stayed you gotta like follow the original yeah, source yeah, material yeah, yeah. and it's and they stay true to it so because I was like I'm very happy with this and again yeah. I think if this had been any more than 12 episodes it would have gone like even if it was like the 16 for K-drama, yeah. it wouldn't have worked. Like the 12 oh, episodes yeah, no, no. was spot on where it needed to be. Yeah, 12 is perfect. Mm. Perfect. Like I, it couldn't have been done better. No, like, no, no. Perfect number. Um, And yeah, Grandpa, I love what you said about like he carried around a lot of guilt because he definitely did. Mm. Um, But yeah, I saw him as a real MVP. He really came in clutch at the he end. He did. Like he really, and he had like all the tea and he was like <laughs> eager to do this. the right thing. <laughs> and like, he was like, this is what happened. And this is what happened. And this yeah, is what yeah. happened. And he was like eager to like, kind of like redeem himself mm-hmm. and like do the right thing. So I enjoyed that about him. I was nervous about his character at the beginning because like they kind of like pink pictured him. Like they kind of painted him as this like crazy man yeah, that's yeah, like yeah. in the nursing home. But like he ended up being like, no, like they put him here against his will. Like yeah, he's just, he doesn't want to be just, there. Yeah, he doesn't want to be there. Um, so yeah, he ended up being being the real MVP. So mm. I appreciate his character. Um Okay, so Doguk, what did you think about him? Oh, he's just like such a good like male lead character like I this is the kind of male lead that I fawn over because he's not like uh, we have seen so many of these you know cold male leads and then marshmallows on the inside he is none of that he is just like warm and fluffy straight through like I I love how much he loved her and Mm -hmm. like he was prepared to go to the ends of the world to like you know do and he always thought what was best for her like yes I love like I just love him as a character I feel like he's very much I don't often use these you know terms of you know green flag flag but he's like the greenest flag that's literally what I wrote down and I don't like that I don't use that I don't use that term but it's like the easiest way to convey what you know what he is as a character he's just a type of character who's gonna come home and cook you some food and he's you know he's gonna dote on you but I loved that he never stops her from doing what she wants because that's really Mm -hmm. important because like yeah a lot of these male leads they'll be like oh I'm doing this for your own good and all of that 
no, no, no. He just worked alongside her. And he was like, you shine, girl. You go ahead. You shine. You do your thing. And if you need me, I'm right here. Like, and that is kind of like relationship that I adore to see on my screen because Mm -hmm. it's relationships like that that I feel like could really translate into real life. Um, Mm -hmm. And I was like, if you take those two characters, I always think about it. If you take those two characters and stick them in real life, those two would be married until they're old and, you know, great. They would be married for the rest of their lives. Like there's no doubt about that. So I I just, I loved his character so much. So, (laughs) Yes, me too. He was perfect, honestly. Like he was just like the perfect companion for Yiju. Like he's the perfect type of guy that she needed. Um, He was charming. He was kind. He was protective. He was all in from the beginning. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like, he was like, I will do whatever it takes for you to get revenge on your family. Let's do it. Like, and I just, I loved it. Like, I just was like, ah. And, like, he just, I mean, just all the things that he did for her. Like, he, like, you know, like, the way he, like, decorated her room and, like, how he's like, I don't want you to worry about anything. So he cooks for her. And, like, I mean, I just ate it up. I was like, this, I I am here for it. I love it. I'm obsessed. I just, he was so great. <laughs> it's, to me, to me, like male leads and female leads, just characters in generals, whenever they're in a relationship, it's all about the small things that they do for yes. each other. It's the yeah. fact that he tastes her food in front of her so that, you know, she will feel comfortable eating. It's the fact that, you know, he will come home and he will, you know, sleep in a different room from her and he will do all of these little things for her that it's just like this is I I absolutely adore this and he was exactly what she needed in that moment so that she could feel confident enough to get like to where she wanted to be um and I think by the end they just had like the truest form of partnership that there is yeah there's like they're not breaking up like these two are nope. not breaking up <laughs> so, nope. so they're yeah. going old together for they, sure they definitely are yeah 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 oh they're adorable I just and I also loved how like their relationship was built on like honesty like you know she was like very open mm-hmm. and vulnerable with him about like you know like I honestly like I don't know if I can like love I can you. love you yeah, right yeah, now yeah, yeah. yeah and like you know and and like he was like that's okay like I can wait like yeah, yeah, yeah. you know and like and he was really honest about how he wanted the marriage to be real like he didn't want it to just be a mm-hmm. contract he was just like what if we made it real like he was just so open with his feelings that I just I just loved it. It was so cute. Yeah, I loved his character so much. So much. So good. And then what did you think about Iju? Oh my god, I loved her. I think this actress played this character so well, so well. Like, you could see how broken she was. I One of my favorite things to watch in any type of drama is taking somebody from one place and then by the end they are, you know, they've grown and they've become into this. This is exactly what happens here. You see how broken she is. Mm -hmm. They take her down to like the you know the lowest she can get there is no you know lower than that and then I love that yes they take her down but they don't break her and she gets back up and she gets this second chance and she just becomes this character that she is going to do what she wants to do and you know I love that throughout it she never loses her kindness and how pure like of a soul she is yes, I love Lana, that yes, yes. 
because they could have gone in a completely different route where she could have gone into this uh, path of chaos almost. Yes, yes. And yes. like been so blinded. Uh, but I also think that's where like kind of Doguk comes in because mm-hmm. he kind of like almost pulls her back from the darkness, but she never lets herself go to that place. She never loses yes. her kindness. She never loses, you know just how good of a character she is like I just mm-hmm. wanted to hug her a lot of the time yeah. uh, she's the kind of like friend that you want almost yes so yeah and how forgiving she was like mm-hmm. it takes I think it takes a lot to forgive people and mm-hmm. to be able to move past a lot of things that she's done she forgave her grandpa and she forgave yeah. you know those people put her in a lot of danger they caused her yeah. a lot of distress and yeah. But I also love that she became not a pushover. Like, she was not a pushover by the end. Mm-hmm. It was very clear. She was like, I don't like what you did, and I'm going to need some time to figure my feelings out, and then we can right. come back and talk. So, yeah, I, I loved her character. Like, these two are just, they're made for each other, absolutely made for each other. Yeah, I totally agree. She, I, yeah, literally, like, everything you said was literally everything I wrote down, like, she was so naive in the beginning and, you know, didn't really see, like, how her family saw her. And, you know, she kind of, you know, she was a pushover and she let them kind of, like, steamroll her. And it was just, like, really sad to see. So sad. And then, like, you see, like, she goes back in time and she's like, okay, well, now I'm out for revenge. So she has this, like, new confidence. But just like you said, like, I literally wrote it down, like, she's still a kind person. Mm-hmm. And she's still a good person. And um, it. It, like it didn't they didn't make her like unlikable yeah, yeah, yeah you still wanted to root for her because you wanted her to have justice for like everything that she's been through um and it was great to see her like by the end she was able to stand up to the people mm. that hurt her the most so yeah she grew so much as a character i really 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 enjoyed her um yeah she was so good she was so yeah, so good yeah, oh, i love them good. and it's really hard it's always like a fine line that you walk when a character has to get their revenge it's always a fine line between you um enjoying the character and you rooting for them and still wanting them to get their revenge but at this point like every other character was so bad and she still Mm -hmm. remains so poised and so kind that you're like you do like you give them everything back and more at this point Yes, absolutely. She was such a great character. Uh, and I just loved them together. I think, just like you said, they're going to grow old together, like guaranteed. Like, mm. it's just. Yeah, there's no way they're not growing old. Like, it was adorable by the end that they had, like, their little kid. And I was like, yeah. I, I love this. I love this. And also, I love the fact that she was still painting, she was still working. And I'm yeah. like, you know. I, I love that. I love that she kind of like built her career and she built, you know, a whole new life for herself. And yes. um, it's kind of like, I think this drama, what this drama does is show you that hindsight is, you know, it changes a lot of things. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we as real people obviously can't go back to a year and redo a whole year of our lives. Right. But, I th- I still think we can, you know, learn a little bit from that, I think. I totally agree. I totally agree. I love it. Okay, let's go on to some notable scenes from the show. So Liliana, what did you have? 
Uh, so the very first one that I have down is the one that you've already mentioned because it's the one that I saw also like scrolled across <laughs> and it's the end of episode one and it's mm-hmm. like when she asks him, you know, they've kind of been talking about marriage and he kind yes. of like proposes to her with the daisy ring and yes. it's adorable and he's like, this one's just going to have to do, I'll get you a real one and I'm like, this is adorable uh, and then like, <laughs> Yeah, so cute. And then they kiss, and I'm like, I, I love this. I, I, I love this. And I honestly thought that she might pull away from that kiss because at that Same. point it was very early on, mm-hmm. uh, but she didn't. And I was like, I'm here for this. This is great. Yeah. <laughs> like that is my very first like notable scene. Is that scene straight away? Like I, I, I loved it. I loved it because at that point. I feel like she just needs somebody to be on her side and mm-hmm. for him to agree to be on her side and to help her. He's like the first person that really does that for her. Yep. And I think it like in that moment to her, it's just like, you know, almost like a little bit of light in the darkness that somebody's yeah. standing by her. So that's like the first thing that I have down is is that one. Yes, yes, yes. Of course, I had that one as well. So good. One of my favorites. So good. Um, the um, I had a, I think I don't know if this is episode one or episode two, but it was when Iju approached Doguk at in the hotel lobby. I think that's episode and, one. I think that's okay. One. Yes, yeah, yes, yeah. yes, yes. And he was supposed to be meeting with Yuraf, I think, for like a blind mm-hmm. date or something. And like she shows up and she's just like, "Hey, like basically, I have a proposition for you." Yeah. And she was just like, I want to get revenge on my family. Like, you know, like, are you all in kind of thing? And then he like passes over his hotel room key and she's just, just like, what is going happening? On? <laughs> yeah. And like, but it was really like satisfying because Yura comes and then she's like, what's going on here? And he was just like, oh, like, I'm going upstairs with, with you. Yeah, like, yeah, just yeah. like left together. Yeah. And I was just like, oh, I love like, this. I, just, I love I this. So yeah, much. yeah, yeah. Because it's the first inkling of you seeing her, like, pay for for, for what she, like, yes. you are kind of, like, getting a little taste of her medicine. And exactly. I was like, I'm here for this. Give me more, please, and thank you. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. What did you have next? Uh, I think next, I don't know if this is episode two or possibly three. It's when they kind of all find out, like, they've agreed to get married and they're kind of, like, yes. finding out now and, like, the mother finds out and um, he goes to their house. Is that, like, is that, am I jumping ahead a bit too much? Is that episode three? Or is that when he goes to, like, uh, Yuju's house to kind of, like, announce that they're getting married? I think it's around there, I, I like, think it's around. Four. Yeah, I think it's around episode three or four. I love that yeah. episode, uh, that scene specifically, because, yes. like, that's really, I think, for the first time that she has somebody in her court yeah, um, in front of her family. I in front of her family, that yes. scene. And you could tell that they hated it. They hated it. Like, the mother specifically yeah. was trying to bring her down, and he was like, I am having none of this. Absolutely yeah. <laughs> none of this, lady. <laughs> You cannot do this in front of me. So yeah, I I adored that scene because they she was just like bringing all of these problems up, and he was like, "It's not a problem. It's not a problem. Yeah. Like it's not a yeah. problem." And I yeah. I loved that scene. 
Oh yeah, that was satisfying. Mm-mm. And again, like he just always goes to bat for her. Yeah, like, yeah. He's always he's just so protective, and I just love it. Oh, so good. Um, I had when Iju went to the cooking class for the first time. Oh, so, like, yeah. Her, yeah, like she went to the cooking class. Like her mother in law, future mother in law, was there, and that's where we first meet her biological mom. And I like did you so like did you know from the beginning that was her mom? Because I knew from that very scene that like that had to yeah. be her mom. Yeah, I had that in my mind straight away. I was like, there's no way they would be creating such a good relationship here unless yep. he was somewhat important. And the only person mm-hmm. I can think of is the mother. So mm-hmm. I I had an inkling pretty much straight away that she was going to be. Yuju's uh, biological mother so yep me too yeah I was like there she has to she was just so invested in her and was just like you know you could tell like the way that she would interact with her I was just like yeah that's definitely her mom it has to be yeah, yeah, it, it has, has to, to be. be it has to be yeah 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 <laughs> What did you have next? Uh, I can't remember if this, I think this is after that, like uh, after he's been to meet her family and whatnot, and they trap her in the bedroom. And she she asks a little kid for the phone. Mm -hmm. And then like Doguk just comes and he's like, I I got this. (laughs) Like, and he takes her away and he's like, pack your things. You're coming to live with me. Like, I am not having this anymore. <laughs> I loved that whole like scene and how like uh say here like the mother or the you know the fake mother let's call it that yeah. one she's yeah. just like there like helpless and he's just like analyzing the room and he's like is this honestly how you've been treated all your life and I think yeah. that's when he starts to see the first inklings of like how badly she has been treated um yes you know, he's seen it before because I think, like, the first thing that he sees is, like, how she doesn't eat. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, like, the bedroom and everything. And mm-hmm. I think, like, he starts to piece everything together. And I love that he's just, like, there, ready to butt for her. And it's, like, because at that time she really needs it. She may have just had, yes. like, this confidence boost, but she's still, like, very much that lost little girl that, you know, the uh, mother has still tried to poison her and whatnot. And I yeah. think at that point she still needs his backup to sort of like gain a little bit more confidence but I love that scene me too oh my gosh oh, just another example of him just like just protecting her flag yes oh, just just I love it I love it I love it I eat scenes like that up mm-hmm. like I just every time um the next one I had was when Iju finds out from her grandpa that she's actually her father's daughter like she's not you know just like a child that they picked up of an orphanage like you know like you know she is like the true heir to the company and I was like wow I actually wasn't expecting that like I because I knew like I feel like at the beginning I was like okay I feel like she's she herself is a part of a powerful family, like biologically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I didn't think she was going to be her father's daughter. Like, what did you think about that whole thing? Um, I had like an inkling only because, mm-hmm. again, I have watched many of her telenovelas. And, you yeah, know, this is like a part and parcel of that sort of uh, genre. It's like the crazier, the better. And uh, <laughs> they always say the best place to hide things is right in front of you because, you know. Yep. Uh, so I had like a little inkling. I did think she was going to be from a powerful family as well. And I thought, mm-hmm. oh, maybe she, she might be, you know, from his family. Um, mm-hmm. so, so yeah. And then I think I started to 
believe it even more because like how sorry the grandfather was towards her I think that's when it like even clicked for me more because I was like there there has to be something else like he can't just be that incredibly sorry for being you know for kind of leaving her alone with their family because he might have not known what was going on or anything like that so yeah, I, I think I sort of had an inkling, but when she finds out and then like straight after you go into that scene where she comes home and he she is like completely broken, completely broken. And like the Dogook is right there to sort of like help her. Um, mm-hmm. Now, there was I do want to talk about this scene with you because I think there was a lot of chatter that, that was had oh, yeah. about this scene. And it's exactly that scene when she kind of like finds out and then they have this moment, this little conversation and she's like crying and then he kind of like kisses her. And mm-hmm. a lot of people were there was a lot of chatter about this specific scene. Yes, I think it wasn't warranted. That scene wasn't like. It could have been done a bit better, I think. Yeah, yeah. I think so, too. Because I do remember watching the scene, because you're talking about, like, when they're, at, like, at the honeymoon, right? Um, Not the honeymoon. No, this is right after she found out about the thing, and she was like, yeah. yeah. I think that, yeah, I think it could have been, it wasn't the time. I think no, it was, like, a timing no, thing. No. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, basically, it's the scene, that scene, he kind of kisses her, and then he kind of, like, pushes her up against the bed and, like, puts her yes. up, her arms up. Yes. And that sort of thing. And I think, and she specifically says no, I think. She said, she said. Well, she, she said okay, something so she along said, those lines. She said, hold on. She yeah, was like, yeah. like, she was like, like, she's like, I think she said, like, slow down. Like, yeah, I can't yeah, breathe. Yeah, yeah, and he was yeah, just yeah. like, he was just like, I can't stop. I've been waiting yeah, for yeah, too yeah. long. He said something like that. Yeah, and yeah. I remember feeling a little icky. Yeah, like, exactly. Yeah, I remember feeling a little icky because I was just like, Ugh. um, but it was just like, you know, she didn't, it was, but it was weird. It was, it's kind of like a weird, like, fine line thing because she said, like, give me a minute. Like, I need to catch yeah, my yeah, breath. Yeah, and he yeah, was yeah. basically like, no, we're going to keep yeah, going. Yeah, yeah, and it yeah. was like, Ugh. like, it did make me feel yeah, a, little a little bit uncomfortable, bit, yeah. I have to say. So, and the thing is, it's a little bit annoying to me because right before that, they had like that heart to heart and he was comforting her and, you know, giving her the comfort that she needs. And, uh, you know, she does say, oh, just make me forget or something like that. And, uh, but I still don't think that was, you know, I think it was exactly what you said. It was just timing wasn't quite right for that scene. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. Especially because something so emotional had just happened, and it was just like, "All right, let's get this yeah, going." Yeah, and it's yeah, like, yeah. "Hold on a second, yeah, give like, it you a know, little so. right here." Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, no, I totally agree. Yeah, I did. It did make me feel a little, little bit icky. So yeah, yeah, I definitely understood the the conversations that it was starting for sure. So I think like for my next scene, I think I'm jumping ahead way too much because it's like from episode nine. <laughs> Oh, yeah, yeah, go ahead, go uh, ahead. But it's the scene, like, this is my favorite scene of the whole drama. And it's exactly when she comes home and he has mm-hmm. cooked food and everybody mm-hmm. knows this scene and she just eats and he's there yeah. and he's, like, almost brought to tears and she doesn't even realize she's done it. Yes. And, like, and he just looks at her 
And he goes, because he was like spoon in hand, ready to go and take like take a bite. So she would yeah. eat. And she just goes, I'm so hungry. And she just like, oh, this tastes really good. You've done really well. And I'm like, and he's just there. And he's like, you can see in his face how proud of her he is. And like how emotional he is. And he's just like, you do. You've, you you wait like you've eaten you didn't think about it and she kind of like takes a second and pauses and she's like right I did <laughs> and it's like oh it's gosh. just become second nature to her and I'm like oh my god it's at exactly that moment that you see she's healing and I'm like yes. oh my god I love this so much so much so yeah, yeah i i i loved that scene too and again like the way he was just looking at her with so much love like you're like you're eating like i yeah. can't believe you're eating it was so sweet oh, oh my God, he so was sweet. like he was looking at her as like a man who's completely in love and a man like yes. that's his whole world right there yeah and i i i just loved it i that that to me is my favorite scene of the whole drama because it on the surface it seems like such a um i don't know an innocent scene of the sort yeah she's just eating but mm-hmm. it's like underneath there's so much with that scene it's like it's yeah. the, uh, an ode to her healing and to her mm-hmm. like moving on and like just to him being so completely in love with her that he's like so proud that she's she's done it so yeah i i adored that scene absolutely adored that scene oh yep ate it right up i loved it too it was really heartwarming so sweet um uh the next one i had was like in nine too so uh, I think we find out about the full story of like what happened to Yuju and her mom. And we find out that like Jung Hye had a lover and then she tried to get him to kill. Um, it was wild. <laughs> I know. And her mom in a fire, but the mom ended up surviving. And then Yuju ended up surviving as well. But then they told the mom that the, she died. And then the, her dad told her on his deathbed, like, yeah, I signed her death certificate and um, um, gave her to an orphanage. And it was just a mess. And I was like, what is this? It was crazy. So crazy. I'm like, why? I don't understand why this kid was bumped into the foster care system. To be fair, I mean, if the uh, fake mother hadn't come along, she would have probably been better off in the orphanage. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, Than than she was in, uh, in their house. But... Uh, yeah, that whole scene, I was like, I think it's when you start to see the extent of people's lies and what it has yeah. done to like Yidru and how much it affects Yidru. So yeah, that I yeah that one was uh, a doozy. That one was shocking. Mm. I was like, what in the world is going on? Yeah, here? yeah. Yeah. What about you? Uh, and then like from that scene onwards, everything just goes bonkers yeah it went crazy in episode nine so like everything crazy? went crazy yeah I was like what is even happening anymore it, this is wild uh i really liked when they finally i can't remember what episode this is in, yeah but i really really loved when she kind of like finally finds out that doguk also jumped back in time uh and they yes. both have the dates that's a scene i really really enjoyed as well um mm-hmm. 
I don't know. Like, I don't know. I think it was done pretty well, although I don't understand why she was so angry with him. Me neither. I had the same thought too. I was just like, like, why are you mad? Girl, like, like, please you don't start conflict now. There's no reason to be mad. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He didn't know about your timestamp either. No, so. I'm like, girl, you did the same. Like, you didn't yeah. tell me either. So right. I did think that bit was a little bit unnecessary. Uh, but I yeah. did love, like, that they finally find out. And once that's, like, out in the open, then, you know, they can sort of um, sort of go along their way. Um, yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, I love that too. And I love how they were like, okay, like, we don't know what's going to happen when we reach mm. the date, but we're just going to enjoy yeah, I love that. What the time we yeah, have yeah, left. Yeah. So it was really, really sweet. Um, I had when grandpa came to the shareholders meeting. Oh my God, yes. I loved that scene. <laughs> I loved that scene. It was so dramatic. I loved it. <laughs> he just walks in and he's like, I own this. <laughs> And I'm giving all my shares to my granddaughter. <laughs> yes. My only granddaughter. Yeah, yeah, like, my yes. only blood granddaughter. And also, I loved um, how then Yiju is like, I don't want to take care of it. I'm giving it right. to somebody who can manage it properly. Yeah. Like, I don't have the qualities yeah. or the, you know, yes. this. Which I thought was so responsible because usually in dramas, you don't get these like very practical like solutions. You're like, you own the company now. It's like, I don't know how to manage it. I don't know how to manage it. So I thought that was like a really funny, like practical, like answer. She was like, I'm going to give it to somebody. I'm going to give it to somebody who can run it. Yeah. She was like, I'm just going to do my art. You just go run it and make me money. And I'm like, this is exactly how it should be. (laughs) Exactly. I'm like, the shareholders don't care as long as money's coming in. They're like, whatever. It doesn't matter who's running the company to them. Do whatever you need to do. Just make sure the money keeps coming in. That's all. (laughs) Um, I think one of the ones that I also had was when – the fake mother, I'm forgetting her name right now. <laughs> <laughs> Zhang Ye. Yeah, Zhang Ye. Like how when uh, she gets caught because mm-hmm. they try to run over our female leader, then they have like the accident. <laughs> and I'm like, this is bonkers, lady. Yes. I and when we talk about it openly like this, it sounds so crazy. <laughs> exactly. I'm like, lady, how did you ever think you were going to get away with this? Right. But also, um, I love the fact that he kind of like just comes in and saves him. And then we finally find out, like, this is later on, but we finally find out about the secretary and like why he was uh like yes. invested um yeah i quite like that they tidied that story up as well so yes it was very it was i mean honestly like the way that they really they wrote this drama i'm honestly just so impressed because mm. it could have been a hot mess it's, but they like tied up the loose ends they like they did a really good job and like the bodyguard like i knew he was he had something. like a deeper investment yeah. like there had to be something and i loved how he was just like you know he was a part of it too mm. so that was really cool <sighs> yeah so good um i had like kind of just like the how everything kind of wrapped up with the revenge like in general so like mom goes to jail um 
Dogook's brother goes to jail, but then like gets out and, and tries, tries to, to kill, kill him. him. And he's again? like, by the way, like my my leg is fine. And it was just kind of like, what? Like, it was just like, this is crazy. And like, and then like the pregnancies. So like Iju gets pregnant, Yura gets pregnant, and she's like, oh my gosh, I hit the jackpot. And I'm just like, I knew from the start. I was like, that is not Jungkook's yeah. baby. Yeah, everybody knew. Baby. I mean, the timeline ain't timelining. That is not his baby. <laughs> Girl, that is not his baby. That is not how pregnancy works. Yeah, not at all. <laughs> like, oh my you get gosh. together once and all of a sudden you're pregnant? I mean, right. come on. <laughs> right. So, yeah, I was like, okay. And like, you know, just and like Sehyuk just... I was it, I was just so happy to see him just be like, dang, like I'm really stuck with this girl for the yeah. rest of my life. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because of this baby, great. So yeah, I was very satisfied with like yeah. the revenge and how it all played out. I think they did a really good job. What did you think? I think it worked out really, really well. Uh, like I said, I wish Yura hadn't like um, had not like that she hadn't been pregnant. She could have like just mm-hmm. faked a pregnancy. Uh, because I just wish she she would have gotten a little bit more of what she deserved. She's a little bit crazy. Yes. She needs yeah. some therapy, and I don't think that child is safe. So the child is not safe. But do you? I I thought that she did get what she deserved only because like now she's gonna have a baby with like this this guy that has like nothing. Yeah. And I feel like that revenge for that that is that's like. The you worst know, the thing most for, terrible her. Scenario yeah, 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 for her, yeah, yeah, because all she cares fun. about is power and money. Yeah, so she's just like, great. Now I'm stuck with this guy that has like nothing. Yeah, but that poor baby though. Like, yeah, those they, two, I, yeah. those two hate each other. <laughs> yeah, I really want the baby to live with Iju and Doguk. That's I'm in my head. That's how it's gonna happen. They're just gonna like drop the baby off at their house and be like, you, you can raise our child. I like that. Yeah, better. I like. I I will be more than happy with that storyline. Um, yeah, because they're gonna raise a horrible, like just a traumatized little child yeah. that, that doesn't deserve that. No, she's awful. Like, oh my goodness. I even loved how they tidied up the whole um, time travel thing. I think, you know, they tied that loose end and they said, you know, we've made it through this day. This is what's happened. Uh, And then Mm -hmm. he was in the coma, but he was brought back. So, yeah. And then she had the little girl. And, you know, it's just so nice. It's just lovely. It was lovely. I loved it. It was lovely. It's your very ending was perfect. Yeah, it was. It was. Because, you know, they're going to love on that kid like nobody's business. Yeah. And, you know, the grandma and the mom on Doguk's side, they're going to love on that kid. And, you know, now she has the family that she deserves and yes 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 she has a family that she's always wanted they they love her and like she has her own little family with Doguk now it's just the ending couldn't have been more perfect like it it gave me all the warm and fuzzies in a drama that I didn't think that I would get warm and fuzzies at the end of you know like I yeah so I just thought it was so cute and um the one last scene I have was like when he proposed to her with like an actual oh, diamond like an actual ring. ring. Yeah, that that was so good. Yes, so and they good. went and they registered their marriage. They're married, so it's like yeah, really yeah, it's real really now, real now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I and did it's love just that. the sweetest. Yeah, I did love and like that. the family photo scene was like so cute. It was just a perfect ending. Like I just, yeah, it was amazing. I did have one other scene that I forgot to mention. What did you think oh, yes. of this scene where she 
then like so she finds out that he's also traveled back in time they kind of argue mm-hmm. a little bit but then he sort of tells her just go in that room and like look and he has her painting and it's the painting that she's been after and then you kind of like go back and he sort of like tells you the story of everything that sort of happened leading up to that yes. situation and the yeah. reason he was going back is because he found out that you know she was being accused and he wanted to go mm-hmm. and help her and I'm like, yeah this is this is like he's been in love with her forever from jump forever and he fell in love with her through her talent and like he was saying you know that that painting just it comes from somebody who must be really lonely and I'm like oh my god so yeah I love that scene as well and like figuring out I even see I even appreciate that they gave you that scene because it tidied up the fact that he just so readily wanted to help yes yes and I'm like (laughs) You know, they could have not done that, but it's so well told that, like, Mm -hmm. they went back and they said, no, 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 there was a reason why he was so ready and so in love with her already. He's been in love with her for, you know, years through her art and then, like, discovering who she is. He's kind of, like, loved her from afar for a really long time. So I I loved it. I love that little tidbit as well. Oh, yes. No, I feel the same exact way. I love how they tied up that loose end because that would have been a, a definitely a major plot hole. Mm. And the way that they answered that question as to why he was so all in so from the good. beginning. So good. Oh, my gosh. I was like, because I was like, okay, he definitely like has loved her for a long time. But like, why? So yeah. Kind of see like, oh, it's like was through her art. And just like, I was like, that's amazing. Like, I... I thought it was perfect. I bravo to the writers because I mean this could have been a mess and they did it so Just well. So well. They did it so well. But like I said earlier on, I think they did it so well because, you know, I haven't read the webtoon, but like that yeah. creator has and she said they stuck to the webtoon pretty much, you know, to a T. And I think that's probably why it worked so well. So it's when like screenwriters adapt something and mm-hmm. they start changing things up and whatnot I think that's when it can start going off the rails because if you have source material yes there's always going to be slight changes you know to adapt something onto screen but keep as close to the story as you can and you've got like Mm -hmm. a way more bigger chance of success than you know if you just ignore the uh the original source material no, I totally agree. Yeah, the issues come in when you try to change things too much and then you kind of create holes that you don't know how to close mm-hmm. and it can become a mess. So I totally agree. I think sticking close to the source material is like the way to go, especially and it worked in this drama's favor because like I've talked to some people that have read the webtoon and they were like, yeah, like the show is like so spot on. So it's great. I I really enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. So yeah, me so too. good. Me too. Um, let's move into hot takes. Liliana, did you have any hot takes about Perfect Marriage Revenge? I actually didn't. I was thinking really, really hard to like come up with anything but I was so happy with like how they did everything I the ending I was satisfied that they tidied everything up I didn't leave the drama with like any questions or anything so I was like I I thought like when you sent over the uh the uh episode notes I was like I honestly I can't think of anything like I'm pretty happy overall with it uh yeah yeah so so yeah the only thing like I said that might be is the father 
either on uh, Yuju's side. I think mm-hmm. he could have had like a better redemption arc. Yeah. Uh, but that doesn't necessarily impact on, you know, my enjoyment of the show or anything. But that's probably the only little, and that's the like being really, really like niggly and picky. Uh, yeah. But apart from that, I don't think, you know, I really had anything else. Yeah, no, same. Like, I really didn't have, like, I don't have any serious hot takes because I honestly think this show is, like, really good. Like, I don't have any serious issues. I do have just, like, little silly ones. Just a selfish selfish one first. I just wanted more couple times. I wanted more of them. Like, I just, the scenes we got were great, but, like, I just was always craving more because they had such great chemistry and they were so cute. And I just, I I just wanted more. But then I have, like, two silly ones. So, like, Dogook's mom's hair... Oh my god, yes! Oh my and god, like, yes. my thing is like she is like so beautiful, and like they kept putting her in this like bird's nest hairstyle. I was oh so god. confused. Yes, <laughs> yes, I I hated her hairstyle. I thought this is not what a dignified lady of the house, rich woman, <laughs> looks like. <laughs> like. Yeah, if you want to do an updo, smooth it out, people. Smooth it out. <laughs> There's other ways to give volume without giving, like, you know, rat's hair nest kind of thing. <laughs> no, I totally agree with you on that one. I was not a fan. And, like, the thing is, she put she looked so well put together. Her clothes looked expensive. Yes. And then you looked at her hair, and I was like, you are doing that. <laughs> Did 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 this actress have some beef with the hairdresser? I was just <laughs> confused. I was like, what even is this hairstyle? Like, I was like, what is going on? Even the grandma had like a really chic and like hip hairstyle. I was like, yes. That's not okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I'm so glad I'm not the only one that knows because no, every not. time I saw it, I was like, why did they do this yeah. to this lady? Yeah. <laughs> like, no, no, no. I totally on? agree. I totally agree. I was like, this is not okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. And my last one was Doguk's styling. Like, I don't know why they put Sung Hoon in these baggy pants. He just, I don't know. Like, I feel like he looked a mess the entire time. The man <laughs> has abs for days. Let him show up the abs. I know. <laughs> I don't understand. Yeah, I, I, I think they were just trying to be like, oh, he's just laid back. He can be laid back in well-fitted clothes too. <laughs> he can be laid back in well-fitted clothes. Like, exactly. I was like, what are we going for here? Yeah, like, yeah. what's happening? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's, it's not a good look when the evil brother is better dressed than the good brother. Yes. That's exactly what I thought because they put the brother in these really nice suits. And then, like, Dogook is, like, walking around with his, like, baggy shirts and baggy pants. And I'm like, why did they dress him like this? I, you know, if they wanted to go baggy, do, like, a fitted bottom with a fitted yes. top and then, like, a, an yes. oversized blazer. I I, I will compromise exactly. to let you have the oversized blazer. Um, exactly. I don't know. I think, like, some people were saying that, like, in Korea, apparently, like, oversized clothes are quite the trend and whatnot, so I don't know if right. maybe they – but it's not a good look. It's not a good look. Like, these men work hard for their habs and their, yes. you know, constitution – let us appreciate it, please and thank you. <laughs> like, it's the least we can do for their efforts. <laughs> exactly. 
all that hard work for nothing. It's like, really what? funny. Actually, this is bringing up a story. It's really funny because there's mm-hmm. this uh, guy in Chinese in a Chinese drama. The uh-huh. tr- like the Chinese drama is wild and crazy. It's even crazier than this one. Like it is unhinged. <laughs> but the man. <laughs> Like has really well muscled body, and yeah. this drama had him shirtless pretty much every episode. I kid you not. <laughs> they found a reason to have him shirtless in pretty much every episode. Either that, or they had him in like really fitted clothes. So I was like, so ever since he had this photo shoot where he was sitting on a horse topless, and like ever uh-huh. since. Everybody just kind of knows him as Mr. Abs, and that is it. <laughs> so this is what I mean. It's for science. We need to, you know, investigate these things. And they put they put a lot of effort into, you know, looking the way they look. Let us appreciate yeah. it so they can feel good. <laughs> I agree. I agree. <laughs> it's like, what? is happening oh gosh that is so funny <laughs> every episode is like what? i kid you not there was like he would get wounded or something and it was always in his upper body so they would have been able to get his shirt off i kid you not it is wild that show is absolutely wild was i hooked absolutely yes <laughs> It may or it may not have something to do with the abs. <laughs> that is so funny. That is hilarious. We need to talk about that show <laughs> offline because yeah. I want to know what show it is. I'm now I'm curious. Like, what is the show? It's really wild. <laughs> so, yeah. Oh my gosh. Okay. Um, let's go into ratings. So, Liliana, out of five, what do you give Perfect Marriage Revenge? See, I almost want to give it like, I don't know, a four. Yeah. I don't think I can give it a five because realistically speaking, a five is really high and a five oh, would yeah. be like, oh my God, Perfection. this is the best thing. Best show or ever. It's the kind of dramas that I, for me personally, like if I'm giving something a five, it's I love this so much that I can ignore every single problem with it because like I just loved it that much. But the thing is with this one, I think, yes, it's a Mac Jung. Yes, it's crazy and a wild story. But I had so much fun watching it. I feel like they did the plot really, really well. They wrote it really well. Everything was neat and tidy by the end. I was really happy with it. So I think like a four is like a nice place for 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 me for me to sit at it with you know with it. Yes, same here. Yeah, I give it a four out of five because it's I I really enjoyed it from Mm -hmm. beginning to end. I thought it was well done, well written, well acted, like it was a good time. Yeah. Like I, yeah, great pacing. The ending was perfect. It required no brain power for None. me. So it was, and it was like a really good palate cleanser show. Yeah. Um, wasn't too over the top, even though it was a Makchang show. It was like Makchang yeah, yeah, light. Yeah, 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 like yeah. it was. I mean, I had a great time, and like, yeah, like five out of five is for like this is the be- one of the best shows I've ever seen in my life. This is like holy grail type of show. Mm. But like, this is a very enjoyable show. And yeah, I would definitely recommend it to people. I think it's really good. I think it's like if you're looking for something just kind of like, I just want a fun time. Yeah. Like, yeah. Watch this show because it was a, it was a good time. Yeah. <laughs> and it's only 12 episodes. And yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's not a heavy lift at all. No, so. no, not at all. No. Yeah. 
Okay, now on to lessons learned. Liliana, what were your takeaways from Perfect Marriage Revenge? So, I mean, there's always so much you can take away from it. But right. one of my things that I think this show really, really was good at is like just showing you that hindsight is a lot like it can mean a lot and in the moment things that seem so important by the you know a couple of years later down the line don't don't seem like as important anymore um I also think that uh they talk about like timing is really Mm -hmm. important and having all the information is really important but ultimately I think like just finding your person is like one of the things that you can really take away from this because Doguk is Yuji's, like that's her person. Yeah. And it's the person that like together they made a life and, you know, they healed each other. And, you know, I think that's, you know, one of the most beautiful takeaways from this drama is just like that even amongst all the craziness that it brings, finding your person is like a beautiful thing. I I love that, Liliana. That is a really good takeaway. I love that. Um, for me, I said, no matter what anyone does, they can never take away what is for you. Because um, Iju from the beginning, yeah. like, they try to take her out. They try to take her mom out. Mm-hmm. They try to make her feel like she was an outcast, that she really wasn't part of the family. But it's like, at the end of the day, she got exactly what was owed to her. Like, the company a man that loves her that they you know like they tried to tell her that like no one will ever love you you never you can't have your own gallery you can't do this you can't do that but like what's for you is like you just watch me just exactly and it's it's like karma it's karma working its way Mm -hmm. exactly and i just i just love that for her so yeah like they tried to take her down they tried to take her out but like everything that would belong to her came back to her so i just i loved that but yeah, this is perfect marriage revenge, y'all. Um, Liliana, thank you so I had much so for much joining fun. me. <laughs> oh my gosh, this was a blast. We have to do this again. We You're just so much fun did. to review with. <laughs> I just bring a little bit of chaos. That's all. <laughs> I love the chaotic energy. I love it. It was a blast, like doing the show with you. I had so um, much fun. Thank you so much for having me. Yes. And where can people find you? So I'm mostly hanging out on, um, I, my God, on Instagram. (laughs) (laughs) This happens to me all the time. (laughs) I can't even blame it on being like bilingual because I'm so fluent on both languages that I can't even fall back on that. (laughs) It's even worse when I like forget. A, a word that I want to say in both languages and I'm like right. this is infuriating <laughs> like I can't talk like, yeah literally. exactly but Instagram that's what I was trying to say you can <laughs> I hang out mostly on Instagram and that's tea and soju pod all one word uh Twitter I am also on there and it's tea underscore soju underscore pod uh TikTok also, I do a lot of fun things on there. And, you know, if you want to come and check out and you want to venture into Chinese dramas, I do a lot of like introduction for beginners, but I also review mm-hmm. a lot of things. We do a lot of fun stuff over there. And that is a tea and soju sea drama podcast. And that's like on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, you know, Anchor, all of those uh, platforms. Yay. And yeah, you all like, 
Liliana is a C-drama queen. Oh, like, if you if you have questions you need, recommendations or whatever, like, she is a just a treasure trove of knowledge. Oh, so the she's recommendations? A great Sign me up. I've watched plenty yes. of Yes. <laughs> yes. She's, she's watched a lot of dramas. So yes. she has something for everyone. So just name a genre and she's got you. So, yeah. <laughs> that is, that is, I will say, that is one thing I do watch from pretty much every single genre. So I do tend yes. to have, like, at least a little something for everybody. Yes. I love that. But yes, everyone, thank you so much for listening. I really appreciate you. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Let me know what you think about Perfect Marriage Revenge if you watched it. And I will talk to y'all later. Bye. Bye. 